Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abusing our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show, so please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? What's cracking, James Brown? How you living? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We coming up on the end of the season in like a couple more weeks. Man, shit, it's aging, ain't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is about to be in season <laughs> five. Um, so we're actually doing it a little bit different tonight, listeners. We have this new recurring episode that we want to bring each season. Um, it's going to replace the wisdom from the wise, but that's not us saying no to the elders. Of course, they always have a voice here. This Absolutely. this new episode, Get It Off Your Chest, is just something that me and DC, you know, just thought we should bring to the platform. This is more like an awareness and just like talking about things that we usually don't talk about. And I know we do that with our show. We talk about some heavy shit. But this is just right. bringing awareness to, you know, like, it, it's more lighthearted. It's more freestyle. So it's just going to be a laid-back episode where we just talk about two things that we want to bring to our, you know, we want to get off our chest. So for the first 30 minutes, DC is going to introduce what he wants to get off his chest. And then for the last 30 minutes, I'm going to introduce what I want, and then we just go end it out. So, Freestyle, so sit back and enjoy. All right, DC, I'm going to let you go. For sure, for sure. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say um, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get out my feelings today and wish everybody, all the lovely couples out there, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Um, yes, happy Valentine's Day. day. Yeah, and uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed. Hopefully everybody's safety and, you know, clapping them cheeks. Um, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, um, my um get it off your chest topic is based on family and how um the generational generational curses is so effective um mm-hmm. i wanted to bring this to the platform because um you know i had an incident uh with a cousin of mine i want to say i want to say he's my first cousin I, I yeah he is my first cousin so uh, it was like maybe like a day or two before Christmas, and uh, I was getting some last little trinkets and stuff for my uh, for my daughter or whatever. She likes art, so I went to Michael's and uh, grabbed some little trinkets or whatever, um, just to, you know, just some extra shit to open up, you know, after her big gifts and stuff like that. And um, it just so happens that he, you know, that he uh, came outside of Michael's as well. And the way our interaction was, it was just almost kind of like we were, you know, associates and not family and you know honestly like this wasn't the first time this happened it's been on you know on multiple occasions where you know I just kind of like see him in public and it's almost like we don't even really know of each other type of shit and you know it, it's, it's it's it bothers me you know what I'm saying because yeah. we we were at you know at a close bond at one point you know what I'm saying yeah. like um, because I used um, his parents' address in Southfield or, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I was kind of like always out there type of shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and not even just for school purposes, you know what I'm saying? Just on holiday purposes too as well, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was kind of like the, the, the rendezvous spot, you know, there for everything, you know what I'm saying? Whenever mm-hmm. it was something popping off, we would go right to Southfield, right on Fontana, we ain't going to give you nothing extra after that, 
But, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we'd be right <laughs> over there. You know what I'm saying? I remember the address and everything. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say, um, you know, me and him, we have we have, um, we have uh, have kids um, or whatever, and they're pretty much, uh, like, months apart, like, type of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And they were close at one point in time. And, you know, I don't know where the the confusion may have been but you know what i'm saying it led to me and him not talking and our kids not seeing each other as much as they used to mm-hmm. and you know that 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 bothers me you know as well because you know it kind of almost in a sense reminded me of how me and him were close and everything like that and you know if it wasn't me it was my mom like you know taking them out you know what i'm saying just trying to um you know, keep that, keep that, you know, that, that cousin relationship intact, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. like how any other, um, you know, thing would be and everything like that. And, um, I was, um, you know, I was just wondering, like, like, why is it that, you know, when it comes down to, you know, the, the older generation of falling out, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't realize that, that, that it affects the younger generation really, really bad. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. when I when I had um, when I had reunited, you know what I'm saying? Our our kids, his his uh, his son pretty much basically hugged my daughter and cried. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he was happy to see his cousin. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that was one of his closest cousins. Because like I said, like they was always downtown at the Riverwalk, or you know what I'm saying? They would go to the Universal Soul Circus. Or, you know what I'm saying, if they didn't go out to these, you know, particular events, you know what I'm saying, they were always just kicking it type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I I I wanted to bring this to the platform because, like, I wanted to, I want to, in a sense, call out, you know, the older generation. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the, the ones that we have to kind of look up to and or defend when it comes down to these situations because I feel like, you know, when it's when it's your parents that's falling out, then it, it trickles down to y'all. It's like, well, I kind of got to defend my mom, and it's like I don't really like how your mom's talking to my mom type of shit. Well, I mean, shit, we ain't got to talk to him, <laughs> you know, like type mm-hmm. of shit, you know. And and that's unfair because like your bond with you know your cousins or you know aunts and uncles or whoever it may be that you come across this situation with, mm-hmm. you know, it shouldn't have to affect how you operate with one person, you know what I'm saying? And that I feel like that's just, I feel like it's just really fucked up. That definitely, I definitely understand where you're coming from. And I actually had a talk with one of my old childhood friends the other day. Um, we were talking about how my grandmother and her dad were both, they both grew up in the era where you push it in the closet, you know, you sweep stuff under the rug, you don't talk about it. So, That comes down to the, I don't know how to express my feelings. So when I'm too prideful about something, I'm just going to hold it in. I'm going to talk shit about you all day long, but I'm going to hold it in. I'm (laughs) going to waste more energy being mad at you instead of being an adult and coming to talk to you. And it does trickle down to the next generation, but it starts with us because – it's 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 scary as it is to say the older generation is starting to fade and we're becoming that next we're becoming that older generation and we have yeah. to change the narrative because like in my family my family really only came together for funerals 
And mm-hmm. I didn't realize how cliquish everyone was until I just noticed that I I made it upon myself. When I got my first car, I wanted to go visit. I tried to go visit everyone. And I noticed that when I would go visit everyone, I just looked like, damn, these are the same people that used to always come over my grandma's house. Now I see you in this area and I see you in this spot. It's like, oh, if she's over there, I'm not going over there. I don't fuck with her. It's like we put right. so much energy into being mad and talking shit instead of talking to the other, instead of just talking to the source. You get what I'm saying? And it right. really hurts when you put children into it, you know, because like, okay, mm-hmm. me and my sister don't have the best relationship. And, you know, after a while, when her son was born, it was like, if she didn't fuck with you, you can't fuck with her son. And that affects him because it's like, I don't know what you're telling him on your end, but I know after a while, it's like, I fell into that pattern of when we fell out, okay, well, I know I can't check up on him. And that should not be an excuse. As his auntie, I have to step out and, you know what I'm saying, try to reach out no matter what. So when he gets older and look back, he can say, well, at least auntie tried. You get what I'm saying? But people, right. they they feel like, okay, I don't fuck with you, so I don't want my child around you because I don't want you to feel like you got to do this, this. It's, it still comes back to them. They're so hurt in the sense that they they see their kid as someone who doesn't have emotion, who doesn't have feelings. They don't they think their kid is too young to understand when we absorb everything as a little child. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it just messes up, but it's like because we're becoming the next generation, like like because we're becoming the generation that's getting up there in age, we have to change that right. narrative. You know what I'm saying? We we have to change that narrative because kids have nothing to do with it. And honestly, you know, like you said, we, we defend our parents and we defend our aunties and stuff. But sometimes we got to look at them like, you know, you being a little bit messy too. I can see why such and such right. don't fuck with you. Like me and my cousins, you know, we didn't get to see each other growing up. Like my cousins that I really hang with. I would see them at nine, then I wouldn't see them again until they were, like, 15, and then I wouldn't see them. I'm like, okay, no, we can't keep doing this. Like, we got to hang out. So we made it up. We made it our own business to still keep in touch with each other and, and still go see each other. And it's like we just had to realize, like, man, I know my mom can be messy. Yeah, I know my mom can be messy too, but that has nothing to do with us. They going to bicker, right. you know what I'm saying, and, you know, and, like, they're going to bicker, but that's between them. But it, it takes us to stop that pride and just really have that conversation. Yeah, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. And I wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying as far as, like, you know, with, um, you know, we have to change the narrative. Like, because mm-hmm. I was going to, I was going to, you know, say it from a general perspective, because, I mean, everybody really kind of thinks of, you know, thinks of that as a general statement. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we we should only change to narr- change the narrative if needed. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think about it. Some of the old heads don't leave this earth with a corrupted, you know, um, um, uh, form of, you know, how a family should be. You know what I'm saying? Because right. every, every, family, every family loses that backbone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly, shit, I, 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 shit we lost our backbone shit early early and it was crazy it was crazy how you can kind of really see that and sense that you know what i'm saying just Mm -hmm. based off of 
you know, just based off of losing the presence of that person. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. like, well, you know, if if if, uh, if Big Mama was here, you know, damn well, this nigga wouldn't be acting like this. Or, you know what I'm saying? She wouldn't be acting like that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that person's not there to check these motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? To, <laughs> you know, to get back in line and be like, you know what? Hey, I'm still around. Now, God damn it. Now, go get that extension cord. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It, right. it, 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 and, no, you I know, want to say something real quick. I'm sorry, hold up. I'm going to let you go. Keep going. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's crazy that you say that because that right there, like how generational curses can pass down, but how come, like, you know, when, like you see the big mama after she passed, how come that, what, what, she, what she had instilled in you guys and how she was the backbone, how come that doesn't trickle down? Like, how come the next person in line is so scared to take on that role? Like, like what's your take on that? Well, I feel like, I feel like, you know, when you, when you lose someone, you know, that's a whole different dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That, that fucks up the mind and the spirit itself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then you become lost. You don't know what to do as, as the next runner up to, you know, to do these things, you know what I'm saying? And you can argue that, you know, most people would take on that challenge in the honor of that, of that, you know, of that former person. Yeah. But I feel like people are just too emotionally wrecked of just knowing the fact that that person is actually gone. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to take on a legacy of someone knowing that they're gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people really get in depth with it and just realize like this person is not physically here no more. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And because you've known for them to be physically here for so long, that's all you know. So it's like, once they're gone, it's like, it's, 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 it's one of those things that you just can't shake. You know what I'm saying? To a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? You can still move yeah. on with your daily life, but it's like to be able to kind of like, you know, fit, fit in their shoes. Nah, that shit too big. The bitch is too big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, but, it, it is. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was going to, I was going to say as well, like, you know, when it, cause when it comes down to that, you know, to that older generation, you know what I'm saying? Especially the, the runner ups, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause when I, what I had realized with, you know, with, with all of my cousins and stuff like that, cause me and me and my cousins, we aren't that far off in age. You know what I'm saying? Like my first cousin, we like four years apart, you know what I'm saying? And then as it trickles down, um, the next close cousin is probably like two years younger. And then like, you know, after that it's like three years younger. And that's, that's like the max right there. You know what I'm saying? That I kind of like hung out with. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remembered, you know, hanging out with them and being close with them and everything like that. But it was like, I don't, I don't even want to say the older we got. You know what I'm saying? I've, the times that I realized that we became distant is when our parents became distant with each other. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what kind of like fucks me up a little bit because it's like, you know, just because they're few, no mean that we got to, you know what I'm saying, just fall in line with that shit too. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't got nothing exactly. to do with that. That's, that's quote-unquote grown folk business, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So why do we feed off into that energy? You know what I'm saying? Because but that's just they, home. I was going to say, because 
it, it's, it's grown folks' business, but let's just be honest. They they expose half that drama in front of us. Like, I shouldn't Absolutely. be hearing this family member gossip about this person. And I think that's another reason why cousins become so distant with each other because of the shit that they hear their moms and their pops saying about, you know, that other family member. It's like, why are you talking bad about this person in front of your child? Just like you shouldn't talk bad about your, your, you know, your baby mom or your baby dad in front of your kid. That should go right. just for any other family member. You get what I'm saying? Because I remember sure. my grandmother, um, as I got older, I realized a lot of shit. Like, growing up, I thought we was this happy-ass family. We were traveling everything. <laughs> but, you know, as I got older, I'm like, oh, shit, it's like those rose-colored glasses come off as our innocence starts to fade away. And it's like people right. used to talk so much shit about my grandma's kids. Like, oh, you know, they, they never finished school. Well, one did, but she got hooked on drugs. Like, they always had something to say. Like, there's, all, there, there's something wrong with, you know what I'm saying, her kids and her kids' kids. And it's like I took that pressure on to say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to show you that there's nothing wrong with us. But then after a while, because, you know, like that, that shit hurt me. Then after a while, I looked like you're a drunk. Nigga, you, you, you have some incest situations going on. You beat on people. Right. Like I'm looking like these are – I had to stop trying to find approval and prove them wrong when I realized these are hurt people just talking about other hurt people. That's that's really all it is at the end of the day. Like, we have to put our pride to the side because it's like, it's it's, it's like when, when you stay away from somebody for so long, it happens, like you said, you and your cousin met up, and it just felt so awkward. You get what I'm saying? Like, you feel like yeah. the perfect strangers. You know, like, I had a little incident back in early 2019 where I fell out with my cousins down south and they were saying reckless shit on Facebook. And it was to the point where, like, damn. I mean, I know I said some reckless shit, too. I'm not going to play victim. But just right, looking right. at some of the shit they were saying, it's like, damn, are we family? Because they talking to me like I'm a random <laughs> bitch in the street. That's how it goes. It's like as soon as there's a conflict, clicks come. Immediate families with immediate family and this immediate family. It's like, fuck family, period. Fuck that we all share blood. You said something about my mama, bitch. It's about to go down. It's like, damn. <laughs> like, like you didn't even hear the whole story. You heard the story from Mike, Mike, and Ray Ray. You didn't even get it from the story. Like, it just it just irks me. It does. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. But nah, but you you want to know, and, and it's funny because you, cause you had mentioned, um, you had mentioned, um, certain family members with, you know, certain uh, substance abuse issues. You want to yeah. know how, you want to know how great and how powerful a backbone is to a family. Before, before I lost, um, cause there, cause there was, a, there was quite a few people in my family that were, you know, that was considered the backbones. There was my, there was my two aunts, one being my favorite aunt, my, uh, my grandmother and my great grandmother. Those were those were the the backbones of our family. Like couldn't shit break, you know what I'm saying? When they were here, right? Nothing. Right. When I say nothing, yeah. I mean nothing. And Boy, it's like, I don't mean, yeah. and it's like when they were here, you know what I'm saying? Like you 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 were aware of that one uncle who you know what I'm saying who was an alcoholic and was and was the first one to to uh, to, to volunteer to say grace you know what I'm saying during holiday uh dinners and shit like that or you know what I'm saying want to um want to play around with the kids but be aggressive as shit you know what I'm saying like you knew that uncle but it was like right. 
because the family felt so complete, it felt okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it was because of the, it was because of those backbones that were there. Like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't take notice of, you know, what alcoholism was. You know what I'm saying? You just thought that that was just your uncle being silly as shit. You know what I'm saying? Because right. the family is complete. You know what I'm saying? But once you start to lose, you know what I'm saying, the backbones of your family, like, you know what I'm saying, whether it's, whether it's one person or two or, you know, three or maybe more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. once you start to lose them, like, shit starts to, be, starts to become more clear. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, once I lost my grandmother, I was like, yeah, you are an alcoholic, huh? That's what that shit looks like. Wow. Um, shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to you start to, you start start to to wake up to reality, I guess, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when you, when you have a complete family and, like, that shit's solid as hell, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, thing is almost like fairy tale land. Because nowadays, mm-hmm. having a solid-ass family is rare. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I don't give a fuck if you if you want to if you want to consider you know what I'm saying this one section of the family who has a different last name but their family by affiliation or you know what I'm saying like some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Your family is not complete because it's not whole. You know what I'm right. saying? You might be fucking with you might be fucking with the um with the uh with the Snips or whatever, but you still got Joneses over here that you don't fuck <laughs> with. So like your family ain't complete. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you, just, you just trying to be whole with just this one side, but it's like, get to know your whole fucking circle. That's just like with me, right. like, I got so, I got so many family members outside of Michigan to where, like, it ain't even funny, like, and, and I and I give all credit to Facebook because all I did was type in my last name and I found <laughs> motherfuckers that I didn't even know that I knew. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know what I'm saying, just didn't know that they were, because, like, for, for a minute, I thought, I thought all of my family resided in Michigan and Cleveland because I, I used to hear the stories all the time about my mom and, and my uncle. They was like, you know, we, uh, we'd gas up the car and we'll, uh, you know, we'll go straight up to Cleveland and visit the cousins just for a weekend, you know, and hang out. I was like, damn, that shit sounds dope as fuck. And you know right. what I'm saying? It was just like, well, shit, let me try to see if it's, you know, if there's any, um, Cousins my age down there, so I just typed in Cromer and like I I found motherfuckers in Mississippi, I found motherfuckers in Tennessee, Florida, <laughs> Georgia, like I'm like well goddamn we just everywhere huh? Like I got a I got right. a cousin out here in Michigan um that was um that was supposed to be running for uh for um uh I think uh, the Senate or something out here in Michigan don't uh don't quote me on that 100 percent but I know he's he's in the politics and shit and uh, he's he's you know, he's fairly well known around here. And it was just like, it, it amazed me as to how many that I have in, inside of my family circle that I've never even had full contact with. Got you. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, know you this. I know we got, let me ask you this. I know we got 10 more minutes before we segue to the next uh, topic. Do you see, because yeah, yeah. I know you said earlier that a lot of us distance ourselves because we, we have to defend our moms or our pops or our grandma. Like, you know, like anybody in our immediate family has to go to bed for them. Do you feel like... Yeah. Sometimes that could also be because that family member pressures you. Like, you know, like you definitely side with me. Because the reason why I ask is because um, my grandmother had remarried. I've said this before. And um, his ex-wife, you know what I'm saying, had kids with him. And when he died, you know, the ex-wife was at the hospital. Now, her kids, you know, their kids, you know, saying my grandmother of course, like, you know, they would travel back and forth from Toledo to come, you know, stay with my grandma. So they, they had, a, you know, a lot of respect for her. And right. my grandmother was talking about burial, like, you know, burial options for him because he said he wanted to be buried in Nigeria. 
and the ex-wife just started talking and just saying her opinion and, you know, basically her and my girl, it, it got a little bit ugly and the ex-wife got mad at her son for taking my grandmother's side because he knew that she, he knew that his mom was in the wrong and she was yelling, talking, you're supposed to be on my side, you're my child. So do you think that that plays a part in it too, that we're pressured to pick a side? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I really do. And, <laughs> you know, I feel like, yeah, there's, there's cases where, you know, I mean, honestly, shit, there's cases where, you know, you might be the actual, you know, situation that they're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've had, <laughs> I've had situations as well where, you know, like I've, I've had, I've had a cousin, you know, try to, you know, spit, you know, some bad shit, you know, about me to my mom type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like how I was, you know, just out in, you know, her city, you know, doing this and that with her kids. And I was the influence of, you know, doing it and shit like that. But little do she know, like, you know, I was following them niggas, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it was crazy because it was her way of covering up for her kids, making them look like, you know, making it look like I was the influence on it because I was the oldest one, you know, type of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So family members can miss you a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, that's why, you know, that's why I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad in a sense, like, you know, at, you know, around that time in particular, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I stayed to myself because, you know, once, once that, once that word kind of got out, you know, that yeah. that's what she was, you know, spitting, then it was just like, yeah, okay. I need to stay away from everybody. Cause I, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like I, I've been, I've been kicking it with you, you know what I'm saying? For, for the longest, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I fuck with your kids heavy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wherever yeah. you moved, that's where I was at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I stay I stay with them faithfully too. Shit, pretty much almost every other weekend type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit, hell, during the week if I could. You know what I'm saying? Because I was mm-hmm. that close to her kids like that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, for her to you know say that, it was just like, okay, I thought you would have, you know, trusted me a little bit more than that. You know, right? Instead of you know believing what whatever your kids may have said. You know what I'm saying? Just to get they ass from out of trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know, you probably just could have did that solely upon yourself just to realize, like, okay, my kids is acting fucking crazy. I'm going to blame yeah. it on this nigga. <laughs> you know, yes. know what I'm saying? You know? mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I do believe that the narrative can be switched on on any occasion, honestly. Yes. And I also think you know? that it plays favoritism, too. Like, if a person talks to this family yes. member more than the other one, they're going to believe that person. And not, listen, man, I have some family members in my in, in my family that can be sweethearts, they can be manipulative, too. And you have to watch out for that. I feel like, listen, I don't want to be in the, I don't want to be in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's on y'all. I would encourage right. you to talk to them because it ain't going to make it any better because after you vent to me, you're going to vent to the next person. And I really feel like a lot of times we vent to see, you know what I'm saying, like if we're in the wrong. And when the person does say we're in the wrong, it's like, no, nah, no, nah, but she did, like we make excuses for it. But mm-hmm. that whole this, this that whole situation of picking sides and, you know, like sticking to your, your mom and sticking to like, you know, your parents' side or whoever, it just makes me question like is blood really thicker than water? Because as soon as yeah. you get mad, you know what I'm saying, it's, you know, I, I don't know, I feel like with my friends, I can hold my mouth 
a little bit better because I value those friendships more. You get what I'm saying? But it's like with my family, I get to a point of like, I ain't got to deal with that shit. And then it's like, you try to reach out, you know, like, like you, you try to reach out, but then you start thinking all of these things like, nah, they might still be the same. Or, you know, they might go and tell somebody like, Oh, guess who just hit me up. It can never be genuine. You get what I'm saying? In some cases it can but it can never be genuine because even if you're okay with that person reaching out and hashtag, somebody else in the fucking family got something to say. And it's it's just, uh, it's like, come on now. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's funny as to how standoffish we can be with family, but, you know, be all in with strangers. That you know what I'm saying? Ever. But I feel like, I feel like in a sense too, though, you know, that's just, you know, that's just because it's because we know our family so well, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I feel like, in most families, there's a, a high percentage of, you know, those infested gossipers and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's always got to be that one motherfucker that's going to, you know, gossip about something and stir up the pot or, you know what I'm saying, like try to convince a person that's trying to give you another chance of, you know, of, you know, a good family relationship to, you know, just kind of fuck that up just by saying, well, you might want to be careful because you remember what happened last time and I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't told you this. I was trying to be quiet about it, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you now because I feel like, you know, this might be the wrong thing to do, but they did such and such and such and such and did that and it was like, oh, real? Oh, yeah, I yes. might need to fall the fuck back. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it just takes you right back into that situation and it's just like, dog, Shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all <laughs> family, like, chill. Yes. Like, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, blood is supposed to be thicker than water, but that shit thin as fuck. That shit ain't nothing but fruit punch. Man. <laughs> Damn. Shit. It's talking about no blood thicker than water, but shit, that bitch thin as fruit punch. <laughs> and it's sugarless, too. Shoot. Okay. Sugarless, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can we can just segue right into the next part of this. Get it off your chest. So I came across so, some news, and I really didn't have a reason for bringing it to the platform, only other than to just pick your brain. Because as a woman, you know, I kind of agree with it. So it mm-hmm. says, until I put a ring on your finger, your financial burden remains entirely your responsibility, not mine. Any help I render is from the good of my heart. It was never and isn't your right. Not an obligation for me either. Some women think because they look good, men owe them money. So, oh, I'm going to just say my thoughts on it before I let you speak. Uh, I agree with it because, you know, as women, we're told to hold off on, you know, giving our body parts up before marriage, even though in today's, you know, era that that's that's not really a thing anymore. Some people still practice it, but a lot of people don't. But, you know, we were told to do that. We were told, you know, don't shack up before marriage. Like, we, we were told to not do a lot of things before marriage. And I feel like men should practice that too, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I feel like men are told to basically be providers before marriage. They don't really have a boundary. It's like women don't want to get married to a man until we know that he's going to, you know, like provide some security. And it's like, you know, this man is saying like, no, and you know, just like you have to see some things before we get married, I want to see some things too. So like that, like what's your take on it? Well, I mean, I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. 
you know. Um, and, you know, because because I am a person, because, like, where that part where it says, like, you know what I'm saying, if I, if I do for you, that's out of the kindness of my heart, but I'm not obligated mm-hmm. to do it. You know what I'm saying? And that speaks my that speaks my personality when it comes to a relationship. You know what I'm saying? When I do it, I do it out of love. It's not doing it for the simple fact that I'm obligated to do so. But I feel like, you know, in some cases, not most cases, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody hopping in my DMs, cussing my ass out. But um, <laughs> I feel like some women do hold their their image, their personality, and, you know what I'm saying, their 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 sex symbol as a way of you know getting these things mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and feel like they are entitled for it you know what i'm saying in most cases you know what i'm saying shit some of them use the 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 you know the excuse of the the fucked up relationships that they've been in previously you know what i'm saying how do you always say like you know um uh my next relationship gonna be my last i ain't gonna tolerate yeah. this and that bullshit type of shit you know what i'm saying so you amp up the qualifications of what a man is supposed to do for you when it's like yeah. no just just choose just choose a humble ass person you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like choose a person who you know who is genuine and who is real you know what i'm saying like most right. people tell me to think outside my box <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i i date exotic <laughs> life <skin> motherfuckers <laughs> you know what i'm saying and <laughs> I, I I do like I I can't think of a well I have one brown skin but that ain't not, that's neither here nor there um mm-hmm. but the majority was was light skin exotic you know type of chicks and I'm starting to take that into consideration because I have you know found the common the common denominator in those situations you know what I'm saying like they all have like certain they all have a common issue, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a people pleaser, like, I try to, I try to be a, you know, a hero of that situation, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost in a sense where I feel like I'm obligated to do these things because if I don't, then they're going to find someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, so sometimes I do find myself working a little extra hard just so I won't, you know, have to be put in a position where she second guessed my loyalty and my love for her. You know what I'm saying? So mm. the thing is, most most women don't understand in the in the in the mind of a man is that sometimes we do work extra hard just for that. So like when sometimes when a motherfucker do flip out, it's because we actually working a lot more harder than we than what we intended. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's hard for us to express that because, you know every time we are deemed to express ourselves as a sign of weakness, the thing a nigga want to do is show some sign of weakness. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be this provider, this, you know, this protector, this dominant man that you wake up to, you know what I'm saying, with his chest poked out and his ass all quenched up together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're supposed to be this fucking gladiator type of nigga. And it's like, you know, that, is what makes us so aggressive when it comes to actually having these problems and we lash out is because we never have the opportunity to vent to that person. You know what I'm saying? And the the only, the only thing that some of us know what to do best is to just go outside of the relationship and, you know, kick it with somebody who we don't even have to talk to our problems. But see, that's the crazy part about it is that we, you know, most men go out there and they'll fucking cheat. 
for not being able to talk to their woman, but they don't go to the bitch that they're cheating with to talk to about, talk about his issues. They just go to fuck him. That's the crazy part. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, and I it might be the same thing with women, too. I, well, no, ours can be more of emotional cheating, but I'm not going to rattle my girls. But anyways, I wanted to piggyback <laughs> on what you that. said about... I don't on these niggas. You guys tell on your girls. <laughs> no, no. I wanted to piggyback on what you said about how, like, if you don't provide, the woman feels like you're not into her. And, and it's sad that we are conditioned to feel like if a man doesn't provide, you know what I'm saying, he's not into you. Now, don't get me wrong. Women have been taken advantage of when it comes to being with a man who is broke, you know what I'm saying, who doesn't have anything, and then you build him up. There are some caliber of men out there who once they get on, they leave you for a white girl or they, they act funny, they act like they don't need you, and they flaunt what you help them to get on other bitches. And it could be black, you know, Latino, it, all of them, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they flaunt what you help them to get with other bitches, and they don't even give you your credit. So I can understand why a lot of them go to, like, okay, my next one's going to be my last, and he got to have this. He has to reciprocate this before I give out anything. I definitely understand that. But I also oh, man, hear people. Right card, no, I'm so serious. It's, it's so true. Like they, <laughs> they definitely that's, that's Kanye West said it, and he practiced it. You know what I'm saying? But basically, like, you also hear women tell their daughters, a man is supposed to treat you like his priority. You're supposed to be one of his bills. Okay. But I I feel like we should normalize telling women to have their own income because even though basketball-wise is ratchet as fuck, Shawnee's vision overall was to show that these women let a man take care of them and they had nothing to show for it after they got divorced. Some of them ended up on food stamps. Some of them ended up, you know what I'm saying, living back with their family because they had them sign prenups. Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to talk about women, you know what I'm saying, who, who, love to, who love to be the housewife. I'm not trying to be in your business or anything like that, but we have to normalize that because I know for me I can't sit at home and let a man take care of me because I don't never want you to fix your mouth to say, I do this, this, don't ever throw shit in my face. In my relationship, we have to be a team. You know what I'm saying? Me and my boyfriend, we are a team because at the end of the day, just like you got responsibilities, I got responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 and I know, I know that it, I know that it's in a man's right to be a provider. But I've also heard women who have been in those relationships where the man provides, they say they didn't get no emotional connection. I don't know if you've seen that YouTube video going around. This was like years ago where the guy was saying that a man pays all the bills. You know what I'm saying? A woman shouldn't have to pay anything. It shouldn't be 50-50. Well, fast forward to I think last year, he was on Yana Fix My Life, and his wife was saying that she wasn't happy. You Like, like we, 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 for, we forget what like what what message that really sends off? You get what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just like right. I I feel where he's I feel where he's coming from. Like you know my my financial burden is not yours because like it's, I got student loans too. You know and and and, right. and in today's society like the way the cost of living is you can't just live off of 
one income alone. If you are, man, you got to either be a doctor or you got to be out here, you know what I'm saying, you got to be like celebrity top notch to live off of one income. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to be doing some illegal shit on the side, you know, but yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. Well, I'm going to piggyback off of um, you not wanting to talk about your, uh, your stay-at-home wives. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. them niggas because oh, I want to talk about stay-at-home uh, boyfriends, too, niggas that sit on the damn couch. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Listen here. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I, I really do I really do hate that whole, like, you know, letting that other person, you know, work a nine-to-five and provide on the major shit, and you want to just go out and buy a bag of chips. Fuck all that. Like, that's, that's not okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Like you know, like you said, like it's a it's a team it's a team you know relationship. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this is this is the Bonnie and Clyde. This is fucking Gomez and Morticia. Like it's a it's a two person ordeal. You know what I'm saying. Like nobody should be taking taking you know a higher percentage than anybody else. I mean, if you want to mm-hmm. argue, yeah, I mean a man should a man could possibly take you know up to five to ten percent more of you know of whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the woman should definitely be putting in some work too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It should, it should be damn near 50, 50, you know what I'm saying? Like 60, 40, 70, 30, like it's gotta be something <laughs> like, you know right. what I'm saying? But, um, but I mean, honestly though, too, I feel like, I feel like the, the guys, the guys that want to kind of like promote that, you know what I'm saying? Like, my woman, she ain't got to do this, 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 and nothing. Probably is either a dope dealer or that nigga making a high three figures, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> every two weeks or weekly. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga right. probably making a decent amount of money to be able to talk that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If he's talking that shit, he's making a decent amount of money to where he ain't got to complain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she don't either. You know what I'm saying? She damn sure don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's true too, though, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, I've had my financial burdens before I met you. I'm going to have them while I'm with you. And, yeah. you know what I'm saying, depending on how long we are together, hopefully they'll be gone by the time I propose to your ass too. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, you got to look at it like, I don't know. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to bash women on this wholeheartedly, you know what I'm saying? Because there are some mm-hmm. dudes out there that would take advantage of, you know, a hardworking registered nurse. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Who making who making some bread? You know what I'm saying? Or she, you know, she's a, um, you know what I'm saying? She's a, um, she's an extraordinary Chrysler type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she making she making some good money. You know what I'm saying? And she can yeah. she can be able to buy her own shit. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he he'll take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Like the nigga the nigga be the first one to have a PS4. He had a he had a first <laughs> he had a first pair of Jordans that came out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he he don't have to lift up a fucking finger, and those relationships are the ones I really don't understand. It's like, yeah. how are you putting up with that shit? <laughs> you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy that as hell. But I I was gonna say something else too. Shit, I don't forgot. But um, no, no. <laughs> but no, yeah. Overall, I mean, you know, like I said, it, it should be a team effort ordeal. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I've I've yeah. even seen I've even seen situations, and I don't even know if they was, I don't know if these were like jokes or anything like that. But you know, I've seen. I've seen like, you know, pictures, they may have been memes and shit like that, but I've seen, I've seen women changing tires. I've seen women pumping their own gas while yeah. the dude is the pregnant. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, okay, like we, in a sense, we talk about financials, but 
when it comes to doing like you know mechanical shit or you know mm-hmm. like even just like pumping gas like if you in the, if you in the whip dog like you should not be sitting in the car while she pumping gas like certain it's, right. it's just certain shit it's certain men uh, mannerisms man should be doing it you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying like open up her car door and shit for her and stuff like that you know what i'm saying that can be that can happen on like a spontaneous night you know what i'm saying where you want to just be like all extra gentlemen you know what i'm saying with your you know what i'm saying with your with your little boaters on and shit like that and you know mm-hmm. and just want to be all extra gentlemen like and shit you know and just want to open yeah. up the door for her but you know it, i don't know i it's 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 it's, it's too much high standards on both ends you know what i'm saying I mean... because <laughs> Cause I, like this is what I was gonna say. This is what I was gonna say. I just remember. So, cause like when it comes to like when it comes to like a female perspective, you know what I'm saying? Like they they want this. They want this 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 fucking this Hercules this Hercules dude. You know what I'm saying? Goliath and shit. You know what I'm saying? This is supposed to be Almighty God, Bruce Almighty type of shit. But mm-hmm. where was where was these same chicks that where they were singing I N D E P E N D E N T? Do you know what that means? Whatever happened to independent in this motherfucker? Like I feel like well, there's is it, like they 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 speak lightly on being independent as women, but want to want to have somebody to depend on. Well, like, see, now, now 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 we shift in this conversation just a little bit and I and, and hey it, it get it off your chest. Independent women listen, men have a problem with an independent woman. They they they, they feel threatened by that. It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying, I understand you got you got this, but you ain't gotta do it all by yourself. But it's like when you've had like I, I've known independent women, I was one. That that had the boyfriend that didn't have a job for eight months, played you know played video games all day, and you carrying the load. So it's like you become bitter because you lose respect for that man sleeping on the couch, not trying to get out there and get a job. Then you know what I'm saying he says that he he filled out applications, but you only filled out one for the day, and then you have to take him <laughs> to do it. So it's like. He has let you know that you can't depend on a man. And if your father wasn't there or you had a toxic father in the family, you definitely can't depend on a man. And men see that as a threat, and they never stop to just really understand that this woman has it all together because she's scared to fail or she's scared to let anybody else in to take advantage of that. It's not to say real-ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga, but at the same time, I understand where that's coming from, too, because it's like women have always been, our value has always been, you don't have value if you don't have a man on your side. And it's like you get drained so much. And I'm not saying that men don't get drained, too, because there's toxic women out here as well. But mm. you understand why the independent woman comes into play, because who, does, who else does she have to fall back on? Baby daddy didn't left her. Promise her the world. And then as soon as the kid came, you know what, this is too much for me. I got to go. Daddy, you know what I'm saying, left her mom. She watched her mom take on. So she's going to basically duplicate what she's seen her mom do. She doesn't know how to open up. She doesn't know how to be emotionally vulnerable, like I said on the last uh, podcast. Shout out to Nottage for that reassurance. Anyways, like I said on there, she doesn't know how to be emotionally vulnerable available. You get what I'm saying? It's, it, I feel like we get backlash whether we're a gold digger or we're independent. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my take on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I I I fuck with your take on that, but I was I was just I was just saying like you know like those 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 same women that scream out that independent shit be those ones like once they get a man who has that type of money, be the ones that just you know digress from you know their independency. Now they just want to solely depend on that nigga. You know what I'm saying? When they when they do have the the mobility to actually you know to be able to do it, you know, type of shit. But no, I agree 100% what you were saying, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, give or take, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, men do get drained, too, as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you yeah. brought up, you know, like, parents type of thing. Like, you know, like like with me, for example, like, you know, I grew up with a single mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I knew to... I knew to respect women. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, you know, cherish women. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom was only, you know... My mom was the only person I knew, so I learned from her. You know what I'm saying? I, right. You know, that's who that's who taught me to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? So I knew to be able to listen to a woman and, you know, let her have the floor when it's time for her to speak type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But not let her be dominant, you know, over me to where, like, you know, where it's controlling type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Manipulative yeah. either at that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, even when times it was manipulative with my mom, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, shit, set your ass up, sit your ass down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was like, okay, well, I can't come back with nothing like that. Um, ma'am, you're my mom. I guess I got to go sit in the fucking room somewhere and read a book because I'm right. on now. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, because I heard that, because I heard that so much, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when something like that came from a woman, it clicked where it was just like, those same words like came out their mouth in a sense. So it was just like, no, I'm not about to shut the fuck up. No, I'm not about to go sit down and go in my room. It's wait a minute. Like, no, oh, God. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like I'm a grown ass man, you know, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's high standards on both ends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it'll never be, it'll never be clear. It'll never be understood. You know what I'm saying? Like, a man who feels like a man who has his perspective is going to stick to that. A woman who has her perspective is going to stick to her shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think, I feel like, honestly, at the end of the day, like, you know, there should be, there should be some acknowledgement of who you are dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Before you give into before you pour yourself into that person, you really need to really figure out who the fuck you're dealing with before you pour into that yes. person. And I feel like yes. we don't I feel like we don't give that enough time ever. I feel like we never mm-hmm. did. You know what I'm saying? And most likely probably never will, you know what I'm saying? Because once we do get to know once we do get to a point where we're getting ready to know somebody, skip so many steps emotionally. Mm-hmm. And we just hop mm-hmm. right into that affectionate side. You know what I'm saying? To where yeah. like, you know, it's the it's the hugging, it's the holding hands, it's the it's the extra flirting that leads into kissing and you know what I'm saying, like all that type of shit. Like you get so extra affectionate to where it's just like you don't even know this person's motive as to why they're with you in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's genuine or whether it's just temporary. You know what I'm saying? Whether they right. you know, whether you a fucking rebound or not, because sometimes you don't even know if you're a rebound or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like True. you just you just happen to just not know because you're just you're just overwhelmed with the emotions that you have over this person because you're you're already foreshadowing about long term shit. Like okay, like damn, like I'm just like in the vibe right now. This could be this could be my forever right here. This could be it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you just you overlook those things. But you know, yeah. like I said, I feel like those are the steps that we should take before we 
you know, before we feel like, you know, a person should be obligated to take on any type of burdens that you do have. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because if that person, if you, if you plan on, if you plan on having that person around long-term and that person feels the same way, then that's when you can gradually, you know, unleash certain things that pretty much tells your life story. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's right. where, that's where we really, that's where we should really get our connection from is just knowing who that person is. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what the fuck did you go through before I, before I even met you, you know, type of shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? What's so your, scared. what's your take on life? We're so scared to talk about our past because we don't want to get taken advantage of, but I think it's good to normalize talking about it. Talk about, I mean, it all depends on who the person is. And, like, I mean, like, these talk about that in the friendship stage, you know what I'm saying? Because my, my teacher told me back at Thompson, she said, when you have a friend first, that person knows what buttons not to press, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, when, when you, when you skip all those emotional steps, you will settle for anything. And when money is involved, power is involved. Just like if you have the woman as a breadwinner, you have a lot of them like feel like they you don't have no say so. I'm the one that's making all the money. You do what the fuck I say. They hold that over your head and they'll throw that in your face and that is so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you wanna have your right. own identity so that no person can throw anything in your face because if this person passed or they kick you out on your feet and they they, they they kick you out on your ass and you signed a prenup, you know what I'm saying, if you married him or not. I mean I'm not saying if you wanna live that life where the man takes care of you and lavish you, by all means. But Everybody, every woman's not built like that. You feel what I'm saying? And every man shouldn't yeah. feel obligated. I know I'm about to get backlash for this, but every man shouldn't <laughs> feel obligated to, to pay for you. Just like we have to hold back to see some things in them, they got to do the same with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're both human yeah. on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will feel bad as fuck. Like, I used to look at Everybody Hates Chris. As I, I used to look at the mom like, you selfish as fuck. You just quitting because your man got two jobs, three jobs. And he tired as fuck. It's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? But what happens when he passed? Yeah. You can't quit no more. Like, we fall so, like, like it, it, it's like it's like a comfortability thing we fall back on. It's so reliable. Like, I know he's going to take care of this and everything, but he's getting less mm-hmm. sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we, we got to pull our weight. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Always wanted to be like a team effort, but I'm not bashing anybody that does it. Get it how you live. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be lavish like that, but just be careful of what you pour into your daughters when you tell them, like, you know what I'm saying, a man is going to do this for you because she's going to give up on her dreams and wait for that knight in shining armor that does not exist to come and take care of her. And he could be a person that lavish you with gifts but beat the shit out of you behind closed doors. Or he could be a person that lavish you with gifts but got a side bitch over here, got another house, like, Money can buy fucking love, and it's it's just competition that I just don't want to deal with. But hey, if you want to, you know what I'm saying. But that that that's my take on it. I just wanted to bring that in here to like, you know, pick with your brain. So I'm like, you know, DC gonna like this yeah. man. <laughs> you know, you know. But yeah. I know I'm about hey, to look, get some yeah. DMs. <laughs> money, money, money buys love and keeps secrets. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> pay off crimes and everything. Well, so how are you feeling about this first get it off your chest episode? It felt good. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like it was, it was, it was, it was pretty dope. I first with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, hopefully everybody does. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Um, if, if anybody's listening right now or, you know, happens to listen, you know what I'm saying, after today, you know, uh-huh. give us a feedback. Let us know what you feel about it, you know. It'll it'll be yeah. some more fire coming if you like it. You know what I'm saying? We we definitely aim to please, but don't don't take that heavy. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't <laughs> get that much shit fucked up. Oh, <laughs> I was just fucking we around. We love y'all. We love y'all. You see, you gonna have it's Valentine's Day. Day. It's Valentine's Girl, Day. It's love in the air. Happy Valentine's Day to y'all. Get lavish with gifts today and just have self love too. You know what I'm saying? Don't lose your identity in nobody. Still focus on you. And still, you know, because when you love yourself, it's easy for you to love others. And it's easy for you to teach them how to love you. With that being said, happy Valentine's Day. So, yes, we yes. out. Peace and love. We out. Peace and love. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.